Hey, great to be with you today. We're in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Good to have this minute in the Word of God with you. And uh, we're going to pray and jump into this scripture. And Father, thank you so much for your Word. We do pray that you would help us, Lord, to keep it simple. In Jesus' name, amen. I had a friend who a number of years ago on his website, um, with respect to the teaching of the Word, he simply said this, we follow the KISS method. And the KISS method is keep it simple, stupid. Uh, and I think, I'm not saying today that that's altogether appropriate or not appropriate for a website, but I think, man, it's just a good reminder because you know sometimes we have the ability to really unnecessarily complicate things and that can become a big deal in our relationship with God. You know, when you put time and effort into something, man, you've worked hard, whether you're building a career or you're helping somebody with a project and you know, you blood, sweat, tears, money, and then all of a sudden somebody comes along and destroys it. It's not an easy thing to have to endure. And this is what Paul was watching happen before his very eyes. He literally suffered for the planting of this church. And then, you know, these, these yahoos, these, these ungodly individuals that were, that were planted by the devil, in the church of Corinth were just wrecking havoc and they were destroying the very thing that God had built through the apostle. And so Paul says this in chapter 11, we're going to start in verse 2, For I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy, for I betrothed you to, to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if one comes, pre if, for if he who comes preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit which you've not received, or a different gospel which you've not accepted, you, and he's saying this sarcastically, you may well put up with it. Um, in other words, you can put up with it, but I'm not going to put up with it because it's a real problem. Paul is concerned that this church is being tempted by these false teachers to leave the simplicity of the gospel of Christ, the simplicity of the relationship with him. And you know, the way Paul puts it is this, he's like, man, I've worked hard to present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. In other words, Paul is saying, you've been made for one. You've been made for one. You know, there is this um, concept that's woven throughout the Old and New Testament. It's, it's, it's kind of framed like this in the Old Testament. Um, it's a concept of spiritual fornication. And this was a term um, that the prophets used a lot with the nation of Israel when they started seeking after false gods or foreign gods. You know, it was, it was called spiritual fornication or spiritual harlotry. The picture is of a spouse seeking to have an intimate relationship with someone other than their spouse. And of course, we know that that's, that's a, a breaking of uh, fidelity and loyalty because a husband and a wife are made the sexual relationship is made for each other and for no one else. And I think Paul, what he's saying is conveying the same thing. He's like, hey, don't leave the simplicity that you have in Christ. You have a relationship with him. You have a relationship with him through the gospel. There is one gospel. There is one spirit. And these false teachers are coming in and they're adding something to the gospel. They're adding something to Christ. They want you to give yourself away to these other things. And just remember that when you do that, you are breaking fidelity in your relationship with God. 
just a good reminder today that we are, we are made for one. We're made for Christ. Uh, we need to keep things simple. Let's make sure we're not adding to the gospel. It's not Jesus plus something else, right? It is just Jesus, and He is absolutely sufficient. Let's, let's make sure that, that we're not being deceived like Eve was, you know, in the simplicity of what God had established, even with res respect to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? Do not eat of this tree. Let's not let the adversary come in and tempt us away from God, you know, with the idea that somehow God's been holding out on us and we'd be that much more satisf satisfied if we had these other things. Let's keep our eyes and our hearts and our minds centered on the Lord alone. The Bible says this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Love Him today.